I'm Alicia Caldwell, the mental fitness coach and the host of the Me, Myself, and Her podcast, where issues that challenge the mental fitness of women leaders take the spotlight. This week has just been one of those weeks where the goals and some of the tasks that I wanted to complete just didn't get done. And I'm okay with that because the past few weeks, my emotional distractions have been high and my productivity has been low. And I recognize that and I'm doing something about it. But this week, I just allowed myself time to chill. I allowed myself time to pull back from some of the things that I wanted to do so that I could take care of my mind, so I could take care of my body, so I could relieve some stress. And really, so I could just take a mental and emotional rest from all the things that were triggering for me this week. The death of Dante Wright, the George Floyd trial that's going on. I've been doing pretty well, not getting consumed with the media coverage, but just by knowing, just by being a human being and caring about human beings, knowing that these things are still going on in our society, that people who look like me are still not safe at the hands of those who have been tasked with protecting us. That's disturbing. And if you're not disturbed by it, if you are okay with going on with business as usual, this message is not for you. That tells me that you're in a position where you don't have to care. And that's not the space that I live in. And it's not only because I'm a black woman, it's because I have a heart for people. So I've been disturbed by things this week. I've been less productive. I haven't gotten around to some of the things that I really need to be doing right now. But what I know to be true is that sometimes we have to slow down to speed up. Sometimes we have to allow our emotions space to play. We have to allow the tears to fall. We have to allow the anger to do whatever it is that it needs to do to fuel us to find solutions and take action. We need to allow our sadness to be whatever it needs to be in order for us to embrace our humanity. This week, I gave myself a pass. I have a to-do list and there are a lot of things that are still on it, but that's okay. But what I want to share with you today is my plan for next week, how I'm going to get back on track, even if I'm still sad, frustrated, infuriated, confused, and all the other emotions that have been stirring within me, because this is what I know. The work is too great for me to stay in this place for too long. There's too many things that need to be done collectively, not one individual at a time, but collectively, all of us making sure that we are living in wellness and that we have the strength, ability, and power to do what we need to do. So these things that are disrupting us at such a high level, wrecking our peace, destroying our communities, killing our men, women, and children cannot continue. I have a plan to get back on track. I have a plan to show up and keep doing this great work. And I want to share that plan with you. I want to share with you seven tips that are going to help me go from false starts to focused finishes. False starts to focused finishes. 
And let me explain to you a little bit about what that means. The false starts are the things that we begin with a lot of energy and intention. We get excited about it and we have momentum because that thing has sparked something in our spirit and we really want to do it. So we dive in and we start creating in the area of whatever that goal is. We start with really good momentum and then there's something that happens where that energy dwindles, where we get distracted, where we're multitasking so we never quite give it all that it needs to get to completion. That's the false start. The thing that you begin, but you don't get through the finish line. What can we do as powerful women to minimize the false starts? Now, don't get me wrong. There are going to be some things that you start that you're not meant to finish. Maybe God put that thing on your heart to begin, but someone else will bring it into fruition. It's not yours to build. You have the idea, but you're not going to be the one to build it. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about the gifts and the purpose that God has given to you that you know at the core of your being that that thing is for you. That project is for you. That program is for you. That book is for you. That's what I'm talking about today. And I'm really excited about getting to the tips because I don't know about you, but this week was dedicated to rest and I am in a place where I'm ready to get back to being at my best. I'm ready to put in the work. I'm ready to get back to building my new program. I'm ready to get back to writing my book. I'm ready to get back to coaching with the women that I serve. I am ready to get back to being an agent of change for a world that was disruptive this week. And I'm ready to get to these tips so that you and me can be better this upcoming week. Before Monday comes, I want you to prepare and I want you to first prepare your mind. I want you to do whatever it is you need to do this weekend in order to release all of the stress and unleash the woman that you know you need to be to show up at your best. I want you to decide who she is and how she's going to show up on Monday. And I want her healthy, empowered, resilient woman. I want her to start by saying, I can do anything, but not everything. What are the things, the individual things that I want to start and finish on Monday, then on Tuesday and Wednesday and so on? I want you to understand that you are no less worthy If you only have five things on your plate versus the woman that has 20, in fact, you are more likely to execute, complete, get through that finish line more effectively with five things versus the 20. Listen, it's not how many things that you start, it's how many things that you finish. So if you start 20 things, but you don't finish any of them, but I start five and they're all completed on Monday, who's winning? So this is where it begins for us in our minds. I have to decide how I'm going to show up on Monday. Am I going to show up disrupted by all the external factors that are real, but they don't necessarily have to destroy and hinder this race that I'm on right now to be a servant and a supporter of women leaders. It doesn't have to be a hindrance. I get to decide what it means for me. The first thing I'm going to do is plan my day. What's on my to-do list? 
And if it's helpful for you, you can break it down into sections. You can have a morning list, an afternoon list, and an evening list, whatever is most effective for you visually or for time management purposes. But for me, I'm going to make one list. And that list won't have more than 10 chores, tasks, or projects assigned to it. If you have more, then save the rest, save the overflow for the next day. I'm probably not going to have more than five. Five is probably going to be my top priority list. And then I'm going to structure that list. After I have a visual of all the things that I want to accomplish, I'm going to decide the structure. Am I going to go according to priority, which means the most important thing that needs to get done and it's time sensitive, I'm going to do that thing first, even if it takes longer, or am I going to create it by ease of completion, which means which item is going to take the least amount of time for me to complete. So maybe it's making the bed, maybe it's taking two minutes to send that email, maybe it's taking 30 seconds to send the text. So you get to decide the structure. Once you decide and you have your list, now it's time for you to start. Start with one thing and be focused on that one thing until completion. Everything on the list is important, but everything is not a priority. So choose the one thing, start and continue to work on it until it's complete. And if you're wondering how to do that effectively, I'm going to talk more about that when we get to tip number seven. Once you start, limit your distractions. Turn off the television, put your device away, put the extra projects away that you want to get to. So those things are not a distraction from the one thing that you started on. Keep your mind focused on the lane of the task that you're on. If you find that you are overwhelmed and you have a lot going on, ask for help. If you have projects that need to be done before the end of the day and time is not on your side, ask a coworker, ask your business partner. And if it's something related to your household duties, ask your spouse or your children for help. If you're in a financial position to do so, hire someone that can help you with cleaning the house. Schedule for a babysitter or a nanny to come in and sit with the children, even if you're working from home, so that you can be focused on your business or your work duties. You may also consider getting a virtual assistant that can help you in the area of technology, like with your emails or your social media presence and things of that nature. As you're figuring out how to have more focus finishes, you may also consider having an accountability partner or group, a person or a space that will help you to follow through. It can really make a difference between a false start or a photo finish. And the last tip is use the Pomodoro method to increase your productivity. The Pomodoro method, it is designed to help us to concentrate and focus on one thing at a time while building in short breaks to sustain us. If you're interested in using this method, this is how you would use it. You would pick your task and set a timer for 25 minutes to work on that task. And when the timer ends, you would take a five minute break. So you would get up, use the restroom, get a drink of water or do whatever you need to do for five minutes. And then you'll come back and resume the task. 
after four Pomodoro cycles, extend the break to 15 to 30 minutes. The longer you're working on a project, the longer the breaks will become. So if you've been working on a project for four 25-minute cycles and you've had five-minute breaks in between, you will begin the 15 to 30-minute breaks after that amount of time. I hope that makes sense. But if not, make sure to Google it. It's called Pomodoro Method or Pomodoro Technique, and you will find lots of information online. God bless you. I wish you well in mind, body, and spirit. I pray that you and your families are protected and safe. I'll see you next week right here on the Me, Myself, and Her podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you found value in the conversation. Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. To read the blog version of this conversation, go to my website at livelikeher.com and check it out. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at livelikeher2 and on Facebook at livelikeher. Join me again next week for another conversation about who we are, who we want to be, and how to become her. Thank you.